and welcome to The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to The Schism. Today I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Hello everyone. And we're going to be carrying on from where we left off last time, talking about the latest monkeypox outbreak, Bill Gates and his germ games. The germ games. We talked previously about the symptoms of monkeypox, the supposed origins of this latest outbreak, and the fear-baiting headlines that have already infected the mainstream media, reminiscent of the COVID pandemic at the start of 2020. We didn't talk much about the treaty, though, that the WHO have been trying to get 194 member states to sign, which will really change everything in the future if it's allowed to go through. This is basically a contract that the health organisation want people to sign, so if anything happens in the future, they get the final say on what your government tells you to do. So the treaty that they want the 194 member states to get on board with is basically going to hand over the power to the WHO in the event of another pandemic, which, as we covered in our Trust the Science episode, the likes of Bill Gates and Ted Ross say is right around the corner. That was my Ted Ross impression. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty, pretty troubling. The measures provided for future regulations would include lockdowns. Oh, sounds familiar. Hard borders and quarantine zones. I'm thinking Australia, yeah, China, maybe. <laughs> Depends how hard they want to go. <laughs> Vax passports, of course. Mandatory contact tracing, mandatory health tests, mandatory removal and quarantine. Removal. <laughs> knock, knock. We're the COVID train. We're going to take it away. In my imagination, they're in hazmats. Yeah, that's why I've done the voice like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't just a mask. <laughs> the full yellow... We've all seen them. We've all seen Outbreak. <laughs> You'll just be sitting like having your cup of tea, like running the spoon round and the cup, smashing it hits the floor, grabbing you through the door into the van. I feel fine. I only tested positive. It's asymptomatic. <laughs> Basically, total global control yeah. is what they're after. And they decide what qualifies as the next pandemic. Yeah, and then they decide the measures. And... No one can complain, oh, Boris and the Tories or, you know, their government, because their government go, well, our hands are tied. I mean, we signed this treaty. We've handed it over to the WHO now because they're the ones with all the data. Yeah. And the countries that had stricter lockdowns and all the rest of it got out of the COVID situation better. So we now have to follow them. Yeah. So you had Bill Gates in the Trust of Science episode that we did no, it sounds like he was a guest on the show. <laughs> Welcome, Bill Gates. We would never have him on the schism. No, oh, no, I'd love to have him on. Actually, grill him. No one ever grills him, do they? That like the biggest grilling that Gates ever got was when they were asking him about Epstein Island, and he crumbled. So imagine if you actually got him on a show where he had to answer the questions, and they weren't very nice questions. So, uh, children's charity, you and Jeffrey. Let's start there. Bill. <laughs> you did know him as Jeffrey, right? You were good pals. You visited the island over 26 times, I've heard. <laughs> That's a lot of philanthropy. <laughs> so going back to the treaty. So on March the 3rd, 
the Council adopted a decision to authorise the opening of negotiations for the International Agreement on Pandemic Prevention Treaty, and apparently the next meeting is in August to discuss progress on a working draft. So basically we've got until August mm. to know whether this goes through or not, because it's not like we get say. No, no, no. I mean, we We're not voting on this. Yeah, you don't get to vote. These bureaucrats make up their mind. We just get to cross our fingers. Yeah, when you think about it as well, like someone might think, well, what does it matter? It's like, no, this is our sovereignty. We don't get to vote on, oh, if this happens again, if there's another pandemic, we're just handing over our sovereignty, handing over our God-given human rights, mm -hmm. basic freedoms to a governing body. Like the WHO. Yeah. Like you said, unelected bureaucrats and technocrats and billionaires for, for an unelected governing body or corporation or whatever that's, the that's, hell you want to call it. That's why that we didn't vote for. Well, that's why they call them the who. Because who the fuck are they? <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, and it's like, and who founded the who? Well, we all know where that stemmed back. Right back to them Rockefellers. Yeah, the Rockefellers. That criminal family. <laughs> the dying guy. Run by Gates, who's as crooked as they come. Supported and endorsed by Klaus Schwab. <laughs> it's not looking good. So since we recorded the previous episode, the newest thing that they're blaming people dropping down dead from, before it was just suddenly and unexpected, but now they've got a name for it, SADS. Even sounds pretty sad. SADS. SADS. Which stands for Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. So here's an article from the Mail Online. Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from a mysterious syndrome as doctors seek answers through a new national register. I'll save you the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hmm, what's the one thing that has changed? The one variable? Oh, everyone, or nearly everyone, thank God not everyone, has been injected with this new experimental vaccine. Not really a vaccine. Not really a vaccine. Experimental gene therapy. Hmm. Mysterious syndrome. Doctors are baffled. They always use this kind of language and you think, are they? Are they? You can work it out. And so. plus, these doctors, they went to school for fucking eight years. Don't tell me they couldn't work it out. So it says here, people under 40 are being urged to go and get their hearts checked. And SADS is an umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people. An umbrella term. An umbrella term? Basically, anything that walks. Or rather, anything that drops. <laughs> so it says here, the syndrome known as SADS has been fatal for all kinds of people, regardless of whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. Just putting that in there. So that will explain the footballers. Yeah. Because they're really healthy. So just to let you know, that, that could be SADS. Never happened before, but now it could be SADS. And it's more commonly occurring in people under 40. The term is used when a post-mortem cannot find an obvious cause of death. Imagine them just pulling back the sheet and seeing someone's cocktailed face and go, it's sads. <laughs> I you see. Know, you know I can tell? Because he looks a bit sad. I can't tell whether this one's died from myocarditis, a brain aneurysm or shingles, because he's got all of them. I'll put it down as sads. <laughs> so the article goes on to use an example of a girl, 31, that recently just died in her sleep. Really tragic. She was apparently really healthy, went to the gym, walked 10,000 steps every day, nothing wrong with her. Her mum goes to check on her, finds the daughter in bed, and she's passed away, tragically. 
the mum says here, I take some comfort in that she went in her sleep and knew no pain, and I'm grateful for that. I always worried about the kids driving in the car, but never saw this coming. I never thought I'd ever lose a child in my life. Absolutely terrible, but let's face it, before the COVID era, you just weren't hearing stories like this. This would have been such a freak occurrence. Yeah, an absolute rarity. And now we're seeing stories like this all the time. But don't worry, it's SADS. It says here, the majority of these SADS events, 90% occur outside the hospital. The person doesn't make it, so it's actually ambulance staff and forensics caring for the bulk of these patients, opposite of COVID then. Because if you remember, everyone was dying in the hospital. You were never hearing, oh, this person died in their sleep. You know, people being carried out of their homes. No, it just wasn't happening. No, it didn't happen. It says here, I think even doctors underestimate it. We only see the 10% who survive and make it to hospital. We only see the tip of the iceberg ourselves. And it says, for family and friends of victims, SADS is a very hard entity to grasp because it's a diagnosis of nothing. Well, that just says it all. It's a diagnosis of nothing. We just leave it there. But it's not just been SADS that they've been pushing. Monkeypox is still in the headlines. And there's been another development now. You can have asymptomatic monkeypox. Yes. Or should we say achymptomatic? (laughs) Or ape-symptomatic? Depending which way you're living. (laughs) Depends which strain you've got. But there's an article here in the Express... Monkeypox symptoms. I've never had the rash, says UK patient. (laughs) (laughs) While monkeypox is characterised by a telltale rash. A telltale rash? Well, that's a telltale rash you got there. Well, that's all they were showing you at first, the visual side of it. You'll definitely know if someone's got it because of all the blisters and the boils. That's a telltale rash, that is. (laughs) Make it sound like chlamydia. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, herpes. That's really a telltale rash. That is a telltale rash, yeah. Don't want to be passing to the left when that guy's got that thing on his lip. So it says, categorised by telltale rash, the UK's first patient to go public shares he didn't suffer from this sign at any point. Honest. The 35-year-old has details his symptoms, which felt like flu. The first thing I noticed, I just had this craving for bananas. Felt like flu. Like COVID then. Once again. It's going to get to the point where people are like, I did the COVID PCR and it said negative. I better do the monkeypox one. I could have monkeypox flu. They don't always have to be northern, these people. I feel bad for like overdoing the northern accent. But it's true. It could be from anywhere. It says, speaking to talk TVs, the news desk, James M, who wants to keep his surname anonymous. (coughs) Someone's blatantly reading this. James M. Well, the funny thing, they've got a picture. What? Herpes, James? (laughs) They've got a picture of his face. It's not like we couldn't put your face to your name mate James M and a picture of his face and a big rash oh no he hasn't got a rash so James who wanted to keep his surname anonymous detailed his first signs of the rare infection the monkeypox patient listed his symptoms which ranged from fever to back pain again two symptoms they're claiming Covid has the 35 year old HR manager was diagnosed with monkeypox after returning from Dubai at the end of May not at a gay club so he wasn't in Spain or Belgium, just making sure that was accurate. If he was, maybe I, I could think, well, maybe that's why he wants to keep his surname anonymous, but Dubai. Dubai is somewhere you might expect to get monkeypox from. Wow. It's not Africa, but, you know, it's a far away land. It's not Europe. It's more sandy than jungly, but... <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> 
couples of apes that got bouncing around in the desert. During his first TV interview, James says, I really didn't think I had it. Well, maybe you didn't, you chimp. So everything you hear, everything you read, talks about this telltale rash, there it is again, or lumps or pimples, which I never had at any point of the illness. I fell ill, much like flu, and on call in the local clinic, they advised that I should go for a monkeypox test, which I was surprised by, but I went along with and got tested and got a positive diagnosis. What sort of well, what if it's a false positive? What sort of clinic was this? How have they had the knowledge straight away to go, sounds like monkeypox, what... What were the defining factors? The fact that I was in Dubai or the fact that I was fucking a monkey? The NHS are saying that it could take between 5 to 21 days for symptoms to appear, although the rash might never appear. So a bit like when people were having the COVID and they were like, oh, I'm, I'm asymptomatic, I don't have a cough, I don't have a cold, I appear fine. They're, saying, they're trying to pull the same stunt <laughs> with this. Just saying, oh, you might just have high temperature, headache, muscle aches, back aches. Swollen glands or exhaustion. I mean, it's just the same as the the new nine COVID symptoms. So what is it, guys? Is it monkeypox or is it COVID? It can only be one thing. The rash is all that monkeypox had going for it. I know. I Don't like, take that away from it. I know. I was looking forward to this whole visual idea of people walking around with blisters and boils on their face. The last sentence is the charismatic rash will appear within one to five days after the first symptoms. Hey, I'm the rash. <laughs> so charismatic. <laughs> Doing the Ted Ross as he comes out on stage. Doing his monkey impressions. Oh, he's a proper laugh, this rash. Not like herpes. He's a, he's a proper grump. This one is an absolute character. That's not actually the last sentence. It goes on. There was a there was a manky picture of someone scratching their arm full of blisters and boils, and I thought that was the end of it. But it says below, he explained, this is James M, of course, that medics also thought it wasn't monkeypox initially because he didn't have the telltale rash. They've said it again. He decided to contact his local STI clinic and was sent for test at a specialist centre on May the 25th. Three days later, a PCR test, so it is a PCR test, confirmed his monkeypox diagnosis. Just like it confirmed all those false positives during the COVID pandemic. It's almost like it's like Russian roulette and they just put another bullet in the chamber. They had one for COVID, now they've just got a monkeypox one. In the end, it will have one in each chamber and it will just be like Wheel of Fortune. Like You do a PCR and you've got one of six different made-up diseases. <laughs> It says, fortunately, James is feeling, quote, much, much better now. Well, the fact that he actually had to get an SCI test proves something. It was definitely fucking something out in Dubai. And also, like, like ending with that, it's kind of like, well, what, what's the news story then? You know what I mean? Because if, if by the time the article's been written and put out and James is feeling much, much better now, that sounds like there was hardly anything fucking wrong with him. Once again. It was very rough for the first week, but now I feel fit and well, back to normal health. If you suffer from monkeypox symptoms, the NHS recommends contacting a sexual health clinic. Oh, not not a doctor, a sexual health clinic. Mm. This is like covering a different kind of demographic, isn't it? It is really, Because it's not necessarily even overloading the hospitals either, until it turns nasty. The health service shares to watch out for a rash with blisters if you've been in close contact with someone who has monkeypox or if you've travelled to West or Central Africa, where it's actually from. 
stay at home and avoid close contact with other people until you've been told what to do. Yeah, by the way, we're not saying monkeypox doesn't exist. We know it, you know, is a real thing and people from West or Central Africa do come out in these nasty blisters and boils from contact with monkeys or a bit of how's your father with monkeys, I don't know. Yeah, we're just saying that the latest outbreak in the Western world that they're saying comes from gay raves in, where was it? Belgium and Spain. Belgium and Spain. After everyone's been jabbed with this toxic shite that was also giving them shingles and making a breakout and blisters and boils is highly unlikely. So staying on the subject of monkeypox, the World Health Organization apparently will rename monkeypox because the name is discriminatory and stigmatizing to Africa. It's racist, basically. But isn't it kind of racist to say that, to bring that up? Yeah. What do you think we think of people that come from the African continent of monkeys? Hmm. Like, it kind of reminds me of, like, something that you'd see in The Office. Like, if David Brent, like, someone said monkeypox, and David Brent goes, oh, that's racist. And then the black guy in The Office would be like, why is that racist? And then he has to explain. And then the more he tries to make the point, the more that you realise that David Brent is probably the one that's the racist. Yeah, because no one else in the office was thinking monkeypox, monkeys, black people, except him. And by trying to not be racist, he then says the most racist thing in the world. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. It's just mental. And really, probably the truth of it is they want to rename monkeypox because it's not scary. <laughs> Everyone's laughed at it. Everyone's gone, monkeypox, fuck off. So they're like, oh, we've got to rename it. Say it's racist. Racist? Yeah, black people, monkeys, you know. Oh, that is racist. Yeah, let's use it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> run with that. Yeah, and like you said as well, it's kind of like pointing the finger at us, isn't it? Monkeypox is racist. We know what you were thinking. It's like, no, we weren't. How dare you call me a racist and think that I'd be yeah, thinking such, such thoughts? They look like monkeys. You're like, do they? Um, that's pretty racist. So the WHO has decided to rename monkeypox as soon as possible, <laughs> claiming the existing name is racist and discriminatory to Africa. More than 30 researchers have signed a position paper stating there was an urgent need to change its name given the current outbreak, which has mainly struck gay and bisexual men. Right, OK. Don't call it gaypox then. Bumpox. So the researchers that signed this paper wrote, Continued reference to this virus being African is not only inaccurate, but is also discriminatory and stigmatising. So actually what this is about, really, they don't want it being called monkeypox because they're saying, well, stigmatising this to just coming from Africa is inaccurate. But it's not because this has historically always come from Western Central Africa. Yeah, because but now that oh, they don't want it called monkeypox, they want it, they want to call it something else which doesn't just link it specifically to Africa. Yeah. Not or places where there's jungles with monkeys. No, no, no. Let's call it something else. Dr. Ted Ross. Dr. Ted Ross. Hello, I'm back. I'm back again. Back once again. It's the Ted Ross master. Therefore, damage our power to the... No, not power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> no, power to the people is the, the last thing Ted Ross wants. He's, he's confirmed the virus will be renamed, saying the organisation is working with... Sorry working with partners and experts from around the world 
on changing the name of monkeypox virus and the disease it causes. We will make announcements about the new names as soon as possible. God, so Ted Ross is in a think tank. Oh, God. What name shall we call it? <laughs> can only imagine the names they're coming up with. It's like one of those like, swirly hats and everyone just puts their hand in, pulls that piece of paper and go, is this one? What's funny is in the previous episode, you remember us saying, God, if this is what they're, if this is the card they're playing, then they've picked such a silly name with, you know, yeah. a silly disease with a silly name. And then Already. only a matter of weeks later, they're like, we're changing the name. <laughs> Monkeypox, it comes from monkeys. Monkeys are only in places like Central Africa where this thing comes from. And then suddenly they're saying, oh, we don't want people to think it comes from monkeys, uh, from Africa and monkeys. So we change name. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good being him. Our, our Ted Ross accent, I can only apologise for. Is I realise that it's all over the place. It goes from like corner shop owner to Dr. Dr. Evil to... Sometimes I, we just cannot make up our minds. <laughs> but just like we said, the article goes on to say the virus is endemic to Central and Western Africa, but is currently spreading to at least 40 countries across the globe. Hmm. Name change! Symptoms include a fever, intense headache, muscle aches, back pain, low energy, swollen lymph nodes, which we spoke about last time, and a skin rash or lesions, the WHO says on its website. Lesions can be flat or slightly raised, filled with clear or yellowish fluid, and can then crust, dry up, and fall off. So look out in your cornflakes in the morning, people. It says the number of lesions on one person can range from a few to several thousand and are usually concentrated on the face, palms of the hands, and soles of the feet, but can spread to the mouth, genitals, and eyes. Or you could be asymptomatic and not have any rash at all. So any, anyone could have monkeypox, just like apparently anyone could have COVID. Monkeypox, act like you've got it. I can see the billboards already. <laughs> People jumping around, like swinging on the bars in tubes. <laughs> He's definitely got it, that one. <laughs> It'll be exactly the same, like the three masks face. They're just replacing with chimps with the masks on. They'll probably use those famous three chimps. The one was like, got his hands open, the one that's put his hand on the head or something. Oh, yeah. He, just, hear no evil, see no evil. Speak no evil. Yeah. They no. probably will. Just put face masks on them. I mean, the advertising campaign, if this ever got that far, would be inspired. I can't wait to see it. Absolutely. I'm a believer. 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 We'll get to him later. <laughs> Yes, Justin Bieber is coming up in this episode. So it says, currently the virus is split into two types with the names designating where they were found, such as the West African variant and Central African or Congo strains. I mean, yeah, I can see why they want to change the name because the names are kind of locational. Especially for monkeys, because we all know the Congo's rife, like, well, was a homeland of gorillas. So I can see why they want to change the monkey name. Oh, I got mine from the Congo. Oh, I haven't been to that gay rave. <laughs> Where was that one? Spain or Belgium? No, it was in the Congo. Oh, gay raves in the Congo now. Nice. Oh, I bet that was wild. So it says now scientists want to use numbers, just like COVID-19, mm. such as MPXV1 and MPXV2 to differentiate the variants. Now, they instantly sound scarier. Yeah, why didn't they just go with those? MPXV1. It's like, fucking hell, mate. You got what? <sighs> Shit. It sounds like it comes from a lab, straight away. Straight away. It sounds like something out of a Terminator film, like some sort of death virus. 
But when you think about it, MP, I mean, it's just, it's kind of just like abbreviated. Yeah. Sounds like what Elon Musk is going to name his next baby, or m- maybe if he has twins, MPXV1 and MPXV2. <laughs> As we said before, he gets the number plates first. He's thrifty. So the move is similar to what the WHO did with COVID-19. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Almost identical. Which had been referred to as the Wuhan virus because of where it was found. No, it wasn't. No, there's no proof of that anyway. No, but when was it called? When were people calling it the Wuhan virus? Trump called, called it the China virus or China. the virus that was from China. But no one was calling it the Wuhan virus. The Wuhan. So they've also asked them to stop using photos of black people to highlight what the condition looks like in stories from the US and the UK, which we had seen. Yeah. But that's because they're the only bloody pictures they've got. Because the only people, you know, you look up monkeypox and they're all going to be people from Western Central Africa. I mean, there's not a huge amount of white populace over there. So and if they are, they're probably pretty rich, I can imagine, and might keep themselves out of places where they would get themselves monkeypox. And... Times where we've seen them use like a white person, it's usually come out later that, oh, actually, that is a stock image of shingles. Or chicken pox, yeah. Yeah. But apparently that's racist to show black people with monkeypox. It's not racist to show a picture of a black person with monkeypox. Am I missing something? Like, how is that in itself racist? Like, it's racist to, to show a picture of a black person now. Oh, it's so twisted. That's what they're hoping. To twist your mind. It's not... Racist. They just they just want to take the focus away that it this thing actually only exists in Western Central Africa. Yeah. Again, they're just using. It's a perfect thing for them to use, isn't it? It's racist. That shuts anything down, any argument. So they don't want people to realise that, of course, this only comes from the bloody Congo or West Africa mm. or whatever. Quickly, let's just say it's racist to call it monkeypox, show any pictures of black people or link it to that part of the world in any way whatsoever. But you can link it to gay raves and focus in on that minority. He says, as any other disease, it can occur in any region in the world and afflict anyone, regardless of race or ethnicity, the group wrote. As such, we believe that no race or skin complexion should be the face of the disease. Who would want to be the face of this disease? And it depends where the disease came from. And if there's any face for this disease, it's the face of a monkey. (laughs) So just when you thought it couldn't get any more ridiculous, we've already had the asymptomatic story and the rename of monkeypox. But there's now advice from the man online how to have sex with monkeypox. Not with... Like, it sounds like you're having sex. With, with the virus. With, yeah. But it's saying if you have monkeypox, just don't have sex. You know I, what I mean? Just bloody control yourself. I think most sexual partners could say if they actually were... I've got monkeypox. They will oh, be. Let's not bother. Yeah, I think you could take a night off. Yeah, right. We just wait until you've not got monkeypox. How's that? But no. The CDC releases Bizarre Guide telling patients to keep their clothes on or masturbate six feet from their partner. There's the six feet rule again, there we go. with a spin on it. <laughs> Were they still using a ruler in the bedroom? At least six feet apart, you're not going to get wet, unless you've really got blue balls and you're, you're an Olympian in, in terms of squirting. <laughs> this guy can hit a bullseye from six feet. 
But yeah, it says keep their clothes on or masturbate six feet apart from a partner if the urge arises while infected. That's a sentence, isn't it? That's the last thing you're thinking about what you sit in there with all these blisters and boils and you've got this flu like you will just look horrible and you're sitting there thinking, you know what I need right now? A shag. You're on the CDC website. Is horniness one of the symptoms? Because I'm raring to go. Then come the bullet points. The CDC... The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention tells people infected with monkeypox not to have sex with others. But in cases where the urge arises, it has issued a bizarre list of the do's and don'ts. So it says keeping clothes on or dry humping was also recommended. <laughs> what are we 16 again? As well as ensuring any infectious lesions or rashes were covered. Oh, wait a sec. Let me just cover up this pissing wound while I get ready to... Okay, let the dry humping commence. Ah, take your denim jeans off. Mm. Oh, what is that, your belt? Before you know it, you're just naked. Well, we're not even dry humping now. <laughs> That's bizarre. People typically catch monkeypox by touching infectious skin lesions, but it can also spread in the air through sustained face-to-face contact. So it can spread through the air as well. So Just like COVID. A sustained face-to-face contact. Well, how, how could you dry hump and not be in each other's face? Well, you could do it from behind. That's a good point. I suppose we've seen a lot of rap videos, so there's no surprises there, really. Other advice was to wash hands, get the hand sanitizer ready. It never went away. <laughs> it's still there by the side of the bed, so no no worries there. If, if you're paranoid about COVID, you're going to be paranoid about this. You've got the hand sanitizer at the ready. It says, other advice was to wash hands, fetish gear, and clothes immediately afterwards, and even to consider having sex virtually, such as over the phone. Okay, before we get to having sex virtually, wash hands, fetish gear, and clothes immediately. Like, just skipping past that, like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) fetish gear? How many? I mean... That's just like the norm. I'm sorry, I mean... I'm the classic old man, you know, chivalry and whatnot. Fetish gear. How many people and couples out there using fetish gear? Oh, wow, I am far behind. Yeah, I like feel like such a square. Like I don't actually own any fetish gear. <laughs> I, I, could, I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel like an absolute prune right now. <laughs> well, it's one less thing for me to uh, sanitise, I guess. Yeah, I love the way it just kind of casually throws that in. I mean, they're talking about gay ravers, I suppose. So maybe it's more of a wardrobe essential. Yeah, or to have sex virtually, such as over the phone, okay? Well, vir- Pe- virtually is not over the phone, for starters. That's hearingly. <laughs> That's virtually. I guess it means FaceTime. Again, you're not, gonna, you're not even going to want to FaceTime someone if you're covered in monkeypox. You would literally be like, can you ring me normally? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to FaceTime? I can see your big long shaft. No, no, you don't want to see it tonight. Why not? Come on. No, no, really, I'm not in the mood. Come on. No, no, come on. It's covered in monkey box, all right? There, I've said it. (laughs) Can I still see it? (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh, go on then, the urge hasn't risen. So what if I'm infected? So they then got an illustration of virtual sex, the six feet masturbation. The six feet masturbation picture is interested because the couple looks really miserable. (laughs) It says cases are currently told to isolate themselves or hospitalise in an echo of the early COVID pandemic. Yeah, you say that again. It's exactly the bloody same. Globally, there are more than 2,000 cases across about 40 countries outside of West Africa. The CDC published its guidance on having sex with monkeypox earlier this month on its page on social gatherings 
safer sex and monkeypox. What a title for an episode that is. If you or a partner has monkeypox, the best way to protect yourself and others is to not have sex of any kind, oral, anal or vaginal, and not to kiss or touch each other's bodies while you are sick, especially any rashes or sores. Don't kiss the rashes or sores, my God. What sort of fetish are you people into, kissing rashes and sores? I'm sure there's a name for that. The guidance carries echoes of Canadian health chief's recommendation in the first year of the COVID pandemic that people use glory holes to have sex. Glory holes? Isn't that one of those little holes they carve in the toilet door in a pub and you put your willy through and if you're lucky you get a blowjob but you don't know in the cubicles next year. Could be a woman, could be a man. Could be a glory hole or it could be tragic ending. <laughs> could get bitten off, could get gnawed by a wild animal. No one has any business putting anything through what has been described as a glory hole, I'm sorry. It goes on to say, the British Columbia Centre for Disease Control said people should use barriers like walls, e.g. glory holes, that allow for sexual contact but prevent close face-to-face contact. A glory hole is a small opening cut... It actually explains what one is. A small opening cut into a wall that allows someone to have sex with as little skin-to-skin contact as possible. In 2020, New York City health chiefs also issued advice on how to have sex without catching COVID, telling residents to make it a little kinky. Oh, Lord. It's just like another excuse for them to just push all this, like, sexual depravity on people as well. I know, they give all, you all this horrible stuff about monkeypox, but don't worry, you can still fuck. Yeah. So really? Not just saying, don't. Don't. Yeah. Going into like, well, if you feel the urge, rather than resist it and have some self-control and discipline and what the hell's bloody wrong with you, they're like talking about fetish gear and glory holes and masturbating six feet apart from someone. You could get arrested for, for doing that. I'm following CDC guidelines, not in a public park. <laughs> in a three-page memo, they told people to avoid casual sex, orgies or sexual contact with anyone outside their household rest of the time it's fine but in cases where this was not possible again it's like when is it not possible like just don't do it it's almost like boris johnson once again go to work don't go to work go to work if you're sick or if you're sick don't go to work see people go to work but don't always go to work but travel travel alone but travel people be safe in numbers don't be safe in numbers kill yeah. yourself what did you say but in cases where this was not possible they said people should be creative and use physical barriers like walls virtual sex in zoom parties <laughs> not work conference calls people were also recommended as well as in chat rooms on the internet again maybe leave it off tiktok part of me is like what is this world i'm missing there's these big sex wild orgy parties on zoom i've never had an invite monkeypox is not a sexually transmitted disease with anyone at risk of catching it from others should they touch a rash or skin lesion why are you talking about sex constantly? So, then? And why is it then that you push the narrative before that it came out of gay raves in Europe? Yeah. Oh, you're just talking about fetish gear because it doesn't normally come from having sex. And glory holes. But the WHO is currently looking into reports that the rash-causing virus may be spread through the semen. Italian and German scientists, dirty bastards, say they have detected fragments of the tropical disease in the semen of patients. It's currently unclear whether these pieces are infectious and capable of causing the disease in another individual. But scientists in Rome say at least one of their patients had enough fragments in their semen, oh, it sounds like glass, to suggest another person should be infected. 
The CDC says in many cases spotted so far, patients have skipped straight to suffering the rashes and they add that these are often localised around the penis and anus and in some cases do not spread to other areas of the body. But still go to an orgy if you can't help it. If you just, the urge arises. Yeah. If it's not possible to get out of it. You know, if you just can't help but take along that fetish gear. As long as you sanitise the fetish gear, it'll be fine. And like we said before, you've got that two-year-old bottle of giant hand sanitizer still by the bedside table, so you'll be all right. Yeah, it's the one next to the loop. And your face masks. And the gimp masks. But don't worry, you can wear the face mask under the gimp mask. Exactly. You'll be really protected, actually. (laughs) In fact, at a gay fetish rave, whilst dressed as a gimp, you'll probably be the most protected you could possibly be. So, worth thinking about. And yes, we would recommend taking the kids along. It says they would also change at different speeds. <laughs> Whoa. It's like monkey racing, with some moving to pus-filled blisters, Ugh. while others still had fluid-filled ones. Ooh. Most infectious in the outbreak are being detected among gay or bisexual men and linked to international travel, but at least two have now been spotted among people who have not recently travelled and not linked to a known infection, suggesting it is transmitting under the radar. Already with the fear bait in there. It could be out amongst the populace. You just don't know about it. Yeah, under the radar. Under the monkey radar. It's a crafty monkey. It's just like the monkey in Outbreak. Devious. Cute. Deadly. Slippery. Scientists have already raised concerns that monkeypox is likely travelling undetected in some parts of the country. Act like you've got it. And the comments, worth reading. If there are people who won't refrain from having sex with multiple people, as the CDC implies then they might have a sex addiction. There is a difference between an addiction and a lifestyle. My wife and I masturbated seven feet apart just to be safe. (laughs) Going one step further than the six feet, I like it. The US authorities have lost the plot. Seems everything they do is ridiculous. Good for a laugh, though. Yeah, I agree with that. We thought so. What a time to be alive. (laughs) I'd agree with that as well. Don't knock it until you've tried it. Not sure what they're referencing there. The monkeypox or masturbating six feet apart. But while on the subject of monkeypox, let's talk a little bit about our favourite man on the planet, Bill Gates. Hello, everyone. Who warned of an impending terrorist attack involving a synthetic smallpox back in 2017 and has gone on record to say that millions could die from a bioterrorism disease released. That He's, of course, an expert on bioterrorism as well as... Uh, we saw his health t- and climate change. Oh, we saw his TED talk. And now he's even created two vaccines that have been developed to prevent smallpox and monkeypox. ACAM2000 and Genios, both known to be dangerous and cause possible infection, vaccine shedding and death, both approved by the FDA. Doesn't sound too dissimilar to what we've heard from them fuckers before. <laughs> In 2019, FDA approved... The vaccine, Gates on record states the world will really take notice of the next pandemic, as we've said many times before. And now the WHO pandemic treaty is being pushed through, which would give the WHO authority even over governments in the event of pandemic two, which could be a sudden outbreak of monkeypox if they decide it to be. If they choose it to, if it's an asymptomatic one that doesn't have the lesions or blisters, why the hell not? It worked last time, why won't it work this time? Yeah. And it could, it could just be yet another thing that they're blaming the Vax injuries on. Yeah. But it could be the front runner, especially if they come up with a good name change. 
Not sure if the if the letters. No, not I quite. think they can do better than that. They can do better than that. They're death pox. Yeah, yeah, something a bit a bit scary. So Gates mentioned that he wanted the vaccines rolled out in a hundred days or less, and he's going in for the kill. He's basically achieved that. I'm doing it for the thrill. I'm hoping you understand <laughs> the vaccines in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently it's estimated that the majority of the world's population has no existing immunity to smallpox, so the release of this highly contagious virus would have devastating effects. So everyone that's had a smallpox vaccine, apparently they might not be working anymore. You might not have protection, so you're going to need another mRNA one. But don't worry, Gates has them at the ready, just as he promised. And ACAM2000 was approved for prevention of smallpox. It's associated with severe adverse effects and shouldn't be given to anyone who suffers from any kind of autoimmune disease. Hmm. And so far, has only been primarily used on military personnel, or they've been the guinea pigs, who have an increase in smallpox bioterrorism exposure. Like straight away with bioterrorism? Yeah. Okay. Thought it was gay raves. Or was it from the Congo? But yeah, it shouldn't be given to anyone with an autoimmune disease, blatantly, because it affects the immune system, just like the COVID vaccines. And as a consequence, a safer and effective vaccine to protect the general public against smallpox, or in this case, monkeypox, is needed. Well, that is the vaccines that apparently are on their way. So we all know that they've been planning for a monkeypox outbreak in what Gates has dubbed his germ games. That's his new phrase that he's come up with to describe these simulations that they do a bit like event 201 that they did yeah before covid and lockstep lockstep yeah all just another playbook for the evil bastards and now he wants to lighten them up a little bit by calling them germ games not just lighten them up like creepy them up it sounds so creepy germ games it's so gates think of nice wholesome games when you're younger like board games tiddlywinks Snakes and ladders. Well, it's funny that you say snake, snakes and ladders because it says here, monkeypox outbreak. Researchers in 2021 conducted tabletop simulation, which predicted exact date of outbreak. So tabletop they, simulation. So they were playing table games. I knew it. New monkeypox from Mattel. <laughs> Up to two to four players. It's a tabletop simulation. <laughs> you roll the dice, one to a hundred. At the top is the vaccine. At the bottom is you getting eaten by a monkeypox virus. <laughs> Endorsed by Bill Gates. It's great. <laughs> of course, during this period, Bill has released his new book as well, which is called How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, which should probably be called How to Cause the Next Pandemic or Next Pandemic, Here We Come. <laughs> or How to Spot a Bioterrorist. <laughs> But yeah, he's kind of taken a leaf out of Klaus Schwab's book there. Literal book, because he wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset, that everyone thinks is still a conspiracy. Bill Gates is just putting out a book like, How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, my new book. I mean, it's literally like we, we compared Bill Gates to Jimmy Savile in a previous episode. Yeah, It's like Jimmy Savile's book that he put out. He, he put out a book called Stranger Danger. When he was the biggest danger and stranger to many young people that he yeah. abused. He was literally Britain's most prolific paedophile. I think he might even be the world's most prolific paedophile. Abused thousands of children. And he put out a book with Benjamin Rabbit called Stranger Danger. What a child needs to know about strangers. And he's got a picture of Savile looking psychotic. 
on the front and then these like cartoons of these rabbits and stuff and you think oh my god who you know how could he have the front to do that well because he's a psycho like bill gates well it's the same thing when the whole snapshot of bill's the snapshot from bill's documentary was it inside bill's brain and the bookshelf it was like how to lie statistics and it's like the man's telling you yeah, right. He likes to flaunt it like a serial killer likes to go back to the crime. There's no logical reason to do that. In fact, it's increasing their chances of getting found out, but they're doing it for the thrill. If when I say, I got a book that says prevent the next pandemic, you could just take prevent out and put plan in. It's yeah. quite simple. He's covering his ass. Just like Savile, not not literally. <laughs> he, he's not scared of monkeypox, you see. But he's covering his ass in the sense that he's thinking, if I put out this book, no one will ever expect it's me. The same as Jimmy Savile putting out a book called Stranger Danger. That, that wasn't his autobiography, by the way. Might have been obvious then. <laughs> but yeah. They, you know, they put it right in front of your face, you know, in plain daylight. They, they rub it in your face, really. Yeah. They, they get a thrill out of it. I guess people just think they would never have the front to do that. Oh, especially not when he's at the head of the World Health, Health Organization, or at least the money man. He's their spokesman. don't know if he's the head, but he's definitely the guy we see when we hear the WHO. Oh, this dear old little computer nerd with grey hair who built Microsoft out of his basement, which we know he didn't. But, you know, how can we believe a man like this? What does he know about germs? So in the spring of last year, the US held a monkeypox pandemic simulation, or a germ game, as Bill would like to call it. And in this exercise, with the non-profit Nuclear Threat Initiative, they predicted a monkeypox bioattack in June of this year. So they actually predicted the month that this would start breaking out in the news. And during that same time, the UK Ministry of Defence simulated or germ gained a monkeypox outbreak around the same time focusing this time on russian disinformation of course they did we've always got to point our finger back at the russians the scenario for that was a 60 minute influence operation simulation that can be played by up to 40 people they make it sound like a day out playing paintball or something <laughs> the scenario is set in a fictional version of nigeria with a monkeypox virus and disinformation about the cause of the epidemic, all players log into a closed virtual environment via their web browser and participate by collaborating with team members and publishing content on social media and websites. So basically an info war. Yeah, a simulation where there's disinformation and they're counteracting that with their information, which is actually disinformation. It's, it's an information war. And within this simulation, there's teams, the Russian Disinformation Unit, health workers, media, government and opposition. I'm guessing opposition would be people like us. They even make fake news broadcasts for these simulations where it says GNN rather than CNN. And you, you can see, see photos of this and it's literally got the ticker tape at the bottom where it says monkeypox outbreak and it's June. Yeah. So it's June of this year. But they ran this simulation back in like two, 2021. Yeah. And and it says breaking monkeypox in eighty three countries. So probably not that far off now. We heard from Bill Gates it was two thousand cases and estimated. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to be seeing that ticker tape soon if you haven't seen it already. Yeah. So they have these ridiculous fake news reports, and they even have like an advert for the simulation where it says another global outbreak, but this time it's different. 
I'm not even lying. It sounds like a start to like a Arnie movie or like Tropic Thunder or something. It's so it's so bad. Biological terrorism in one region unleashed on the rest of the world. Billions of cases, hundreds of millions dead. Outbreak in Brienne. It's a made-up country, yeah. effectively. Sounds like Britannia. Yeah, right. And they're already making money with these vaccines. In not in the simulation, in the reality we're in. Because the US government have just placed a $119 million order for 13 million freeze-dried monkeypox vaccines. And the US has left $180 million as an option to buy a second round. Sounds like the most expensive second round I've ever heard of on Boozer. <laughs> so the big pharma companies that have already earned untold amounts of billions from COVID are already earning the same kind of figures from Orders placed on the monkeypox vaccines. Coming soon. Yet again, another vaccine you will not need, but you probably still will get. And just like they said, another global outbreak. But this time, it's different. But it's kind of the same. And the COVID scandals haven't stopped coming either. Talking of the, the same, but different. And the newest one is CEO of large Spanish pharma company, bought a fake vaccine card. He's playing his own sort of germ game. (laughs) And this article says, why would someone pay a huge fee and risk a long prison sentence to avoid taking a perfectly safe vaccine that will keep him from dying from COVID? Answer to avoid dying from the vaccine. Um, But when it's the CEO of a huge Spanish pharma company, you have got to start asking questions. Yeah. Not, Why doesn't he want it? He wants you to have it, but yeah, not just your odd, he doesn't fancy it. Not just your odd friend who wanted to go over to Ireland for the weekend or possibly into France. That they might just thought, oh, no, I'm getting that shit put in my body. I'll pay 500 quid from, to my mate to get me one of them fake cars. Yeah, I could probably see that guy's reason, but a CEO, large company? Mm. Yeah, surely he has more faith in the product than anyone. <laughs> But it doesn't just stop with the CEO. The Spanish police have dismantled a criminal network that sold fake COVID-19 vaccine certificates to a client list totaling over 2,200 names. It's incredible. This guy's actually, if you think about it, he's a president of a pharmaceutical giant. Yeah, PharmaMore. That says it all. Yeah. According to authorities, the 76-year-old businessman employed the service so a national vaccine registry would show he had taken the third dose. Yeah, Mm. three strikes and you're out. At a price somewhere between €1,000 and €2,000, a VIP fee, it enabled him to evade governmental strictures on travel. Relatives are claimed to have followed his lead, according to sources connected to the case. So he originally said it was for relatives and friends, but then they've now found 2,200 names. But there's a reason that they've said a VIP fee, because a lot of people that were in this list were famous Spanish actors, sports stars. Here it says you've got actors, artists, the Australian tennis player, Alex de Minar, a guy called Trinitario Casanova, who's one of Spain's wealthiest men. Soccer players, former beach volleyball players, former boxing champions, rap singers, rap singers. Someone called Kid Keo, a hip-hop singer. So it makes you think, okay, so this is happening in Spain. So you take, what was it, artists, soccer players, yeah. you know, sports stars, rappers. All right, so what? 
Beyonce and Jay-Z would be on the equivalent yeah, in America, America, right? Or who are the 2,200 in the UK? Is it, hmm, say, all the sirs that have come out and been promoting yeah. the vaccine? I bet they're all on the list. Oh, no, it's just going on in Spain. Yeah. And, if that wasn't bad enough, the heads of former agencies. Yeah. All avoiding the vax. They don't want it. So all the crazy conspiracy theorists that have been saying, these celebrities, they're not all getting it. Some of them are getting saline. Some of them are just getting the salt water. And see, these CEOs, they own a big pharma companies. I don't even trust the vax. And people are like... You're yes, crazy. You, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Why are they... Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. All the people that have been saying, oh, they're just getting a saline solution, they're not getting the real thing, have been called absolutely nuts. But this is proof that actually that has been happening. The rich and famous, the VIPs, have been paying thousands of euros to not get this thing. While still promote you to get it. Yeah, whilst pushing it and promoting it, especially the people involved in Big Pharma, they're definitely pushing it. Well, they're making money from it. It's a bit different to a celebrity dancing around in a needle. Katy Perry, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. And like, I bet all these people, from these rappers to these soccer players to everyone else, I bet they've all been pushing it. Oh, of course they have. They've got to live with that. Especially now that this has come out. That's out in the open now. Makes you wonder how much food fighters are getting paid. I guess they're the pretenders now. Oh, quite an obscure food fighters reference there. That one's for the fans. We were fans. No, I like their music, but fuck them for doing all the weird vaccine promotion that they've been doing. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they weren't getting the actual stuff themselves, although one of them did drop down dead. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Another mad bit of news that has recently surfaced as well is about Justin Bieber, who's revealed that he's been struck by a facial paralysis from what they're saying is a rare syndrome called Ramsey Hunt disease or Ramsey Hunt syndrome. This is a bit different to SADS because SADS is just some made up thing that's just happening recently whereas Ramsey Hunt syndrome is Yeah right. Sure. But the most interesting thing about Ramsey Hunt is that it's a complication of shingles and we spoke a lot about shingles in the previous episode yeah. because we know that that is an effect, an injury that people are getting from the Vaccine. jabs yeah. and that's in literally in the Pfizer documents. And in the, the interpretation of monkeypox, because some scientists say that between difference that and shingles is literally... And smallpox is, is literally, literally nothing. nothing. So, yeah, suddenly, oh, Ramsey Hunt is linked with shingles. Mm. Ramsey Hunt does sound like Courtney Ryman's name for, for cunt, for, yeah. for, for C-U-N-T. I know. He's a bit of a Ramsey Hunt, Bieber. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you mean. No, 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 he's, Harvey's face is paralysed. Oh, oh, that is a shame. But yeah, I mean, and it is a shame, not, you know, laughing at Bieber here, like I'm no. not exactly a big fan of his music, but... At the same time, I was Yeah, pretty tragic to see... See him like that? Him in that kind of state. If it is real, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that say that the clip of him is not even real, it's CGI, or it's this or it's that. It's like, okay, well, yeah, we could spin this a million ways, but if indeed he has got this, and I'm taking it as he has... It's pretty unusual of someone of that age to have like a stroke-like disease where half their face has been paralysed. And meanwhile, his wife, Hayley Bieber, has had a blood clot in her brain and a hole in her heart. I mean, what the hell and is they, happening? They gave her stroke-like symptoms as well. Yeah. These are the same symptoms that we're pretty sure are connected to that big, long list of Pfizer symptoms. 
We just didn't go through all 32 pages of them because after all, there were 158,000. You know, Justin Bieber's as high profile as you can get. There's a lot of young people tuning into what he's putting out there on social media. So he would be a great person to spread the message of, hey, if you get something which kind of resembles a stroke or could be something to do with shingles, yeah. oh, that's that's Ramsey Hunt. Isn't yeah, it? go get it checked out. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. Yeah. So you have young people, oh, blah, blah, in my class, like had a stroke. Oh, what, like Bieber? Oh, yeah, it, it's it's normal now. You wonder if he's almost like a like a sacrifice. A sacrifice. I reckon possibly he didn't want to go along with it. I mean, I know he's... You just don't know, man. I could just... You know, we've talked about people getting thrown under the bus. That could also be certain people that get sick and they just are used in a, in a different kind of way, not to promote the jabs like other celebrities or sirs, like you said. No, you, you promote Ramsey Hunt or mm. Sads or monkeypox or one of the other things that we're pushing to blame the injuries of the jabs on. Yeah. You're a sacrifice for the cause in that sense. I mean, could you imagine him in the office? Please, that last album didn't do too bad. I mean, come on, man. We're going to plan B. We're activating the Ramsey Hunt syndrome in you now, Justin. And yeah, you did get that in your jab. Not saline. Oh God, please, please. God, we're activating it. Like something they could just turn on. Well, it could be. I mean, they have the technology to do that. We're not saying that is that, but you can't, not out of the realm of possibility because they have the tech to do that. Not, absolutely. Probably even through MK Ultra, like we were discussing with Kathy, they, her daughter was having respiratory failure that was kicking in when she was retaining memories. And that was something that was just triggered into her through MK Ultra mind control. Crazy. I'm sure they could bring up a monkeypox rash <laughs> or make half your face go funny. Yeah, flicker an eye. So what is Ramsey Hunt syndrome? It's a complication of shingles caused by the same virus as chickenpox that can lead to facial paralysis. You see how it's all linked though? It's just the same things again. Shingles, smallpox, chickenpox. Oh, okay. The virus becomes reactivated after laying dormant for years and causes inflammation and irritation on the facial nerves. VZV is harmless unless it is reactivated and should this happen, new symptoms will appear. The virus can be reactivated when the immune system is weakened and less able to fight off infection. Well, what do we say these Vs have been doing? Haven't been boosting people's immune system. They're doing quite the opposite every week now. So yet again, that's another red light flashing. Oh, when the immune system's weakened. Oh, okay, is that why people with autoimmune diseases can't have these jabs, like you said previously? And all the conspiracy theorists that have been saying since the start, they're going to completely fry your immune system. They're still crazy, but suddenly all these diseases are coming out of nowhere that all seem to spring up when you have a weakened immune system, just like the episode we did on the new super strain of AIDS. Yeah. Figures suggest that five in every 100,000 adults in the US will develop RHS. It poses a similar threat in the UK, according to the NHS. It says children are rarely affected by RHS as the complication most often affects adults in their 60s. And yet Justin Bieber is how old? <laughs> he's definitely not 60. I'm pretty sure he's not 60. He's the best looking 60 year old. Baby, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Treatment usually involves 
Antiviral medication. Doctors recommend seeking help within three days of the start. The symptoms, what are the symptoms? Facial, muscles droop, difficulty closing the eye, altered taste, loss of facial expression, difficulty eating, drinking and speaking. So, like a stroke then? Yeah. Yet again. You know, COVID, they were just explaining the flu. Monkeypox, they're just explaining shingles or smallpox. Ramsey Hunt syndrome, they're just explaining a fucking stroke. Yeah. Oh, and what surprise, just like myocarditis and blood clots, loads of young people have been getting strokes. That's why in the previous episode we talked about these latest ad campaigns. Like It's normal for kids to have strokes and heart attacks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and now they've got something else to blame it on. Oh, it's not a stroke, it's Ramsey Hunt disease. I mean, like they said, it, five in a hundred thousand adults. I mean, that is quite rare, but at the same time, you get the feeling you can see more of this. Yeah. All people's immune systems are being weakened and they are genuinely contracting things like Ramsey Hunt yeah. disease. Not ruling that out either, but yeah. it works both ways. It's just yet another thing for them to blame the injuries from the jabs on. And oh, now Justin Bieber's got it. The whole world knows about it. Well, that's the point. They use someone like Justin Bieber who's yeah. got... What was it, over 500 million followers on Instagram? It's a lot of reach. Bieber's reach. <laughs> the Bieber reach around. His hand's covered in monkeypox, though, so... Be careful where he touches it. But it kind of reminds me of our Death of Celebrity episode where we were talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and the whole world talking about alopecia. Yeah. That, was, that involved a celebrity. Oh, and now we've got another celebrity and the whole world knows about Ramsey Hunt disease. But interesting to see what it's linked to when you go between the lines, though. Yeah, shingles and the effects of strokes. Mm. Both things that we know are caused by the Jimmy Jabs. Bieber said, I wish this wasn't the case, but obviously my body is telling me that I've got to slow down. And I hope you guys understand. I'll be using this time to rest and relax and get back to 100% so that I can do what I was born to do. It's fighting David, isn't it? Born to do it. <laughs> fighting talk from Bieber there. Because he's had to cancel his tour. And he's now in COVID-style quarantine with Ramsey Hunt. What, I don't know. what a Ramsey Hunt. Justin concluded by saying that he's doing all he can, including resting. <laughs> well, I hope he hasn't got any That's urge. the least he can do. I hope he hasn't got any urges arising. You know, I, I don't know what having sex is like with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Six feet apart. At least. He says he doesn't know how long it will take for him to recover, but continued to say he loved his fans and thanked them for being patient and assured them that he was going to get better soon. I'm doing all these facial exercises to get my face back to normal, and it will go back to normal. Oh, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's, well, I do know why I'm laughing. It's bloody mental, but tragic at the same time. I've watched the video. If that indeed is how his face looks, yeah, that is probably, bloody terrible, yeah, especially it, for someone of his age. And if it is due to the fallout of the vaccine, then I feel sorry for him more as well. So his wife, Hayley, a little while ago, revealed on Instagram that she was hospitalised in, in Palm Springs back in March following stroke-like symptoms and found out she actually suffered a small blood clot. Yet again, we've been hearing about the blood clots since the start of the rollout of jabs. Yeah, I was even looking back at some old articles today on my phone, saw the 30-year-old radio DJ Lisa Shaw who died from the rare blood clots due to the vaccine. Mm. Obviously, there's a lot of pandemonium at the moment at the airports, and we know that a lot of pilots have suffered blood clots because of the high altitudes that they fly at. They're more susceptible to getting blood clots and deep vein thrombosis and things like this. And a lot of them firstly refused the vaccine, so they got laid off. Yeah. And then 
Others have suffered these blood clots and are now unfit to fly. So that might go some way to explaining why there's a massive flight shortage over this summer. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that is just not normal, is it? One of them's 25 and one of them's 27. One's having a blood clot to the brain and stroke-like symptoms and the other one's having half their face paralysed. And they're like a young couple in their 20s. But what are the chances? But both of them together at the same time. Yeah. As well. But you're not allowed to say, I wonder if that's the jab. Like, even by us saying that now, we risk this podcast being taken down. Or if we put it out on social media, it could get us banned. Yeah. Just for saying, hang on a minute, 25 and 27, that's not normal. And we know these symptoms have been recorded again and again for people that have had the jabs. Could it not be the jabs? Banned, disinformation, yeah. censored, cancelled. I mean, I'd like to know, has he had the jab? Has Haley had the jab? Oh, no, 100%. They've they both been... Both, so in, they have, yeah. They've been well, promoting they, it. They've been pushing they it. Sort of like, we know they have. Well, in that instance, then, does the public not have a right to know? We do have a right to know. And also, what are the chances of it not being from that? You're asked to do such mental gymnastics, like... These are billion to one chance that it's not linked to the jabs that they both got. The experimental gene therapy that we know causes these effects. No, that's not a factor. Come on, I mean, you're, you're really supposed to believe that. What are the chances of it not being that? So to kind of round things off a little bit, I think it's good advice to ignore the fear baiting when it comes to things like monkeypox, SADS, Ramsey Hunt, super aids and anything else they decide to <laughs> chuck our way if you have had the jab i would definitely be concerned and look into ways boosting of, boosting your immune system possibly yeah boosting your immune system and that kind of leads on nicely to talking about the silent pandemics the real pandemics things like vitamin d deficiency obesity dropping fertility rates porn addiction, decreasing testosterone levels. You know, there are a lot of things that we need to be concerned about yeah. rather than these like wacky things that they're throwing out there that I think it's pretty obvious to say are covering up the injuries from the vaxes. Exactly. And the fact is, the reason that people don't think about all the things that I just named is because they're not on the news 24-7. Mm. And it actually benefits the powers that be for you to be addicted to porn, obese sickly with no testosterone and not being able to have babies you know this all benefits them so really the most radical thing you can do is go outside get fresh air get sunlight exercise eat well and don't live in fear try and keep a healthy mind state as well as physical state and that's almost the most rebellious thing that you can do really because what the powers that be want is the complete opposite to that i feel like while you've still got choice to go outside before bill gates brings on his next set of germ games when there's a good chance you might have to go into lockdown again and if something like this treaty comes along as well we have to hold on to our sovereignty and bodily autonomy and treaty or no treaty we just need to say no just because 194 member states have all agreed to a treaty. That doesn't mean anything. They can't take away our God-given rights. Doesn't mean I agree to it. Without a fight. No. I didn't sign a contract. Therefore, as far as I'm concerned, civil disobedience is still the only way to go. And just because the who are telling me to do it, rather than my own government, doesn't really make a blind bit of difference to me. 
I'm going to say no and accept whatever consequences they decide to throw my way. Don't get sucked into Bill's germ games. I'm going in for the thrill. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the schism we've got plenty more episodes on the way in the meantime follow us on our instagram at schism.tv and keep watching the skies mm-hmm.